Before we take you now, ladies and gentlemen, to Piper's pit, we'd like to flatly state that the views of Mr. Piper are those of Mr. Piper alone. Not necessarily those of us here on Championship Wrestling or this station, or for that matter, his guests. With that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we anxiously await now. Okay, here we go. Let's take you to Piper's I'm not, I'm not uh, that well acquainted with you. First of all, Andre, uh, here we have this week on Piper's Pit, of course, Andre the Giant, uh, supposedly the biggest man in the world ever. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, where are you from, Andre? I'm sorry, do, do you speak English? Uh, where, Andre, where do you come from? None of your business. If, if, if the questions are too hard for you, I will try to bring them down a little so you can understand. I understand big body, little tiny weeny brain. I can understand that. That's very simple. At 520 pounds, if I'd given five minutes, I could slam you myself. Ronnie, Ronnie Piper and the Piper's been always controversial, always exciting, and certainly this week was no exception. It's time for another episode of 252 with Frank G, Ralphie D, Princess Crazy Girl, and Amy the Dream Master. You know, it's kind of funny having the chance to see the inside of how wrestling quote unquote is done because of ICP and having the chance to go and watch the wrestling shows and stuff and get in the ring and learn moves and stuff. And, you know, growing up all my life, I've watched wrestling and I'm still watch wrestling. I watched John Cena's match last night against uh, whatever the heck his name was. Against I don't know the guy that has the heavyweight. He's a new wrestler to me. The X-Pac wannabe? <laughs> oh, oh. This, I know it was Rollins. He's doing it against Rollins probably. The guy with the fucking blonde streak yes. and his dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does yeah. kind of look like X-Pac. <laughs> I know. I was like, is that like X-Pac for a second? And I'm like, no, that ain't him. No, okay. But, I mean, growing up, I always thought it was like, the you know, the real deal. Like, they were really getting their asses whooped, which they do take bumps. They do get their asses kicked sometimes. They do get bulk and bones and all that fun stuff. And They've let a lot of that out. I mean, they barely protect that as an idea anymore, really, if you watch enough of it. And it but still people like, uh-uh, you know, it's, it's still real to me. Right. It was, it was until I got that chance to, I mean, there are parts that are real. I mean, yeah, they are taking some pretty... Look at Mick Foley, man. That that guy was insane, though. Yeah, so see, like they won't allow anybody to destroy themselves that severely anymore. They, they, right. Insurance and stuff is not. They they can't do it. So a lot of that <laughs> stuff is done. Like, right. no, you won't even the Hardy off, Boys. But... Like after the Hardy Boys, they kind of like simmer down, and I haven't seen anything extreme. They've had you know. some like extreme light you know like they'll have some crazy moves off of a ladder here and there and they've got some guys that can do some cool acrobatic stuff but uh for the most part they try to keep them grounded and not in much harm you know 
not as what we got to see. <laughs> yeah, well, those guys were insane, man. You know, when they used to have those like throw anything in from the crowd matches. Crowd and stuff. matches, <laughs> yes. Go with guys going at it with a cheese grater and a you know and a baseball bat and stuff. Like <laughs> what the hell, you know? No. And we actually went and seen a live match with all of that too, and that was pretty insane. Like I was, I that blew my mind when we went and seen that one wrestling match. I think uh, I believe uh, it was just Joe that was wrestling Hector Hatchet. Like, if you it, remember that, it was in, or whatever in Taylor. Yep, or something. It, no, it was in here in like old Redford slash Detroit area. Okay. Off of like Grand River and Lasser or something like that. And uh, you took us to the match. I know yeah, that. I remember going. I remember where the hell we were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was in Detroit slash old Redford is what they call it, but. Yeah, that was crazy. I remember leaving that and going, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Just to actually see, like, yeah, that's not fake barbed wire. Those aren't fake tacks. That might be, like, breakable glass, but. No, most of, most of it well, isn't most even of that. that shit it costs money. Real. So right. They, they have, uh, mo- they, they got rid of all that stuff from the, the pros, basically, or the, you know, the WWE. They still have, uh, you know, breakaway tables and, but they're still, oh. they're the real table. Like we always just say, was well, the table fake? Well, no, it's a, it's an office max, regular old table that you would put up in the cafeteria or whatever. But when you throw a 300 pound dude through it, it cracks in half, like kaboom, you know, you don't have to prep those they're just going through you know, they still have other wrestling federations that are doing even more bizarre sick disgusting you know like what the fuck are you guys doing you know like you know uh what do you got fluorescent light tube matches and you know like oh goodness one dude had, had a weed whacker taken to him you know it's like, oh my god damn okay yeah no i don't need to see that i mean that live match was a let alone enough yeah even just to watch the extreme wrestling tape thing that icp put together with that that's some of the craziest like any time that i could get a moment to show my friends because all of my guy friends were huge wrestling fans (laughs) so about 15 years ago or so every time they'd come over i'd pop it in and we'd watch it over and over religiously and it wasn't we would turn the sound down so we didn't have to hear (laughs) joe and joey (laughs) Even though they did kind of announce it and it was kind of funny, but we just didn't want to see or hear them. We just wanted to watch the crazy-ass wrestling matches. But I still have that VHS tape. But it's kind of funny because my nephew's into wrestling and my kids are starting to like want to watch wrestling. And I'm trying to tell them, you guys, it's not real. Because my nephew will come and try to do moves on my four-year-old son. <laughs> who my nephew is eight and i'm like mason no you can't really power bomb him like if, <laughs> if you're gonna do it let me show you how to do it <laughs> i can show you how to power bomb somebody but don't try watching what they're gonna do on tv and try doing it on your cousin <laughs> like it's not real like there's strategics within it you know like people yeah. like even just running across the ropes they make it look so easy running and bouncing across those ropes. I'll tell you what, that freaking first and second time that I got in the ring and just ran the ropes like that for <laughs> five minutes, it killed me. You know, big, huge bruises across your back and side. Yeah. 
And I wonder why I've got neck and back problems because of all of the freaking crazy flying leaps I took off the top, you know, of the freaking ring and flipping over and all the bumps. I didn't even think about that. And then one day I was getting an MRI done on my neck and I'm like, you know, <laughs> uh, I wonder why I have all these back issues. It's probably because of that. Didn't even think about that. Because there's a couple of times that I fell the wrong way and both legs would go numb and I wouldn't be able to walk for a minute. Well, yeah, you land in the wrong spot for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. And then there were the times that you were wasted and don't even remember doing that or if it hurt or not. So. <laughs> yeah, like place, face planning the mat. But Rob Bruce, he was always in there trying to show us different moves and stuff and he was pretty cool, but... I think for a good month after the first session of him trying to teach me and Denise how to wrestle, like I think I went to go, oh, that was what it was. It was the first time he had ever tried to teach us. We were in the ring, and he was just trying to teach us regular like throat chops <laughs> and chest smacks. <laughs> and I like literally like got him right in the throat. I just took all four of my fingers and just <laughs> jabbed him throat and he like fell to the ground and was gasping for air and he's like no that's not the fucking way to do it Amy <laughs> you're supposed to do it like this it's just you know you don't really go and hit the person like you're supposed to act like it but you connect but you don't just go and stab somebody in the throat <laughs> or poke them in the fucking eye i think denise turned around and poked him in the eye or something like that and we took him down and pinned him and oh, yeah. it was i'm really sure crack. he hated every moment of it too right oh, I'm, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did <laughs> it was funny though just i have that memory in my head and <laughs> I just I won't forget it just to go up to somebody and just be like hi cha and he's like just to take down I mean he's a big guy oh, yeah. and I took his I took his ass down but I didn't <laughs> you're doing self-defense moves he's trying to teach you wrestling <laughs> yeah right it wasn't it wasn't wrestling WWE style it was street style of street fighting let me throat chop throat chop you <laughs> Oh, jeez. Watch up. Good times. Good times those were. Did you get in a fight with somebody? Was that there? Mm -hmm. Um, No, that I didn't get into a fight with anybody, but that's the night where my chair collapsed and Kid Rock caught oh, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> almost busting the back of my neck on the keg of beer. So he actually dropped his beer and put his beer down to, to catch me. And then that's the night that somebody took a baseball bat to my car outside in the parking lot. That probably was not Kid Rock. <laughs> no, that was not Kid Rock. That was not him. He did not do that. Your bitch but fall out my lap. <laughs> people out left and right because a lot of people had caught wind and that weren't invited. It got out of control. Yeah, yeah and it got out of control that night. And I think just some pissed off people just 
you know, like we said, took it out on my poor little Geo Metro with the giant yellow Fago sticker on it. I don't think I ever got into a fight with anybody. If anything, I tried, I tried, oh, no, no, it was Denise and Joe, uh, Joey's girl that was about to fight. Okay, I remember somebody was about to get into it at some point because yep. I was busy somewhere yeah. else and then people started yelling at me to get out there. <laughs> yeah. It was Denise and Joey's girl. Something happened where uh, me and Jamie had just finished wrestling and her and I were like a tag team and we were walking <laughs> back to the, you know, with the, the match was done. We were walking out of the ring and she tripped over a cord, hadn't been taped down all the way. And it kind of came up loose and she had tripped on it. And Denise was sitting right there and she thought Denise tripped her. Oh, yeah. And so that's what had happened. So she waited until after everything was said and done and then went in and tried to confront her. And then next thing you know, her and Joey are screaming and beating the shit out of each other in the bathroom. And... She was way drunk, way, way drunk. I had to try to simmer her down a couple of times. She was crazy. Yeah. That's why we got along so well. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with her, man. That girl scared me. That's why I didn't fuck with her. That's why I was like, Denise. That's why I was trying to protect her. I was like, my girl didn't do it. I swear to God, Jamie. I swear, don't kill her. It's just Denise. She don't know any better. Yeah, she's too little to start trouble. <laughs> she's blossom. Don't touch her. My friends were at Slipknot last night, and I'm like, oh, God, that's another one. I've seen them too many fucking times that I can't even go. <laughs> I, can't, I, I just can't even see them anymore. It's the same same thing with, you know, kind of I don't want to see Slipknot do the same thing that they just did for the last 15 years now i would like to see the beastie boys that's not gonna work that makes me sad because i did and i was hoping that they were gonna do some sort some sort of something and then unfortunately yeah they were too they were just about to to do that and i might not even get the last record but it's like damn Uh, i do have a uh a long lost MCA track I'll put in the show. <laughs> so that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yay! Now listen to the sound of MCA. I'm not a DJ, but I'll make the record you play. I'm from the techno wizard of Shakedown. And the timbre of my voice is a trademark sound. Not the beat. On the sound real strong And I can probably keep rapping till the break of dawn But what the drum machine plays on and on And it doesn't stop playing till the world is gone Now Rizzuti's on the mix Most of the time he works all the machines But he doesn't really rhyme Moves like fake dirt programs Drum beat makes his records in the place to be So when you hear that sound of the drum machine It's MCA and Rizzuti were a musical team The drum. 
arms They did it for money and they did it for fun They did it for sex and they did it for fame All kinds of music but the beat's the same Now there's a thing called a drum machine You don't need good rhythm to sound real mean Five ties the beat through the temple control To make good music the inevitable goal With the BCO and a BCA You might add on some digital delay in the mix You use tricks If it don't sound good it can still be fake In. The meters in the red or it may sound thin Flange overdrive, distortion guitar Turn the sound up loud so the sound sounds hard yeah. Lexicon, space station, AMS Woo. Delayed loop systems that sound the best Digital synthesis, increase the noise Hot. Turn the small dials on electronic toys Yeah, yeah. light simulators, digital generators With the mini on the system, the great penetrators Replace the chip in order to bust with the Simmons kick But you can bring your own chip with your personal sound They'll make the hard rock B-boys wanna get down oh, yeah. Electronic machines to make a lucky boogie for the B-boys Get loose when the drum beats go like this That's another one I saw a million times But every time was different It was, not, was never the same show twice Yep, I can twice. say that They, they changed it every that. time I can say that with a couple bands, you know, there was always, there was your certain bands that did the same things, but then there were some that just kept you on your toes, like Manson, of course, you know, that was where I was telling, I'm like, I, that's where I'm like, thank God I went and seen him so many times because I got to see him do all the crazy antics that my friend Brooke was hoping that she would get to see, you know, throw his microphone at the, the guitar player. Cause he was just fucking pissed off or whatever, or hump a statue and break the nose off of it or beat a security guard in the head with a fucking dildo and then get arrested for it. <laughs> <laughs> I told my husband that and he's like, he got arrested for that. And I'm like, yep, his mug, mug shots online, Oakland County. Two, two minutes before that, he was underneath Twiggy's skirt doing who knows what. So I don't know, you know? Well, that's where he got the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me borrow this. Oh, maybe that's why the guy got so mad, right? What the fuck? Oh. We just pieced the story together. We... <laughs> that's a funny shit. It's a good visual for everyone there. <laughs> we don't even have to explain what we're talking about. You either get it or you don't, but that's that's a good visual there. <laughs> oh, God. And that's the only visual I, <laughs> I have of that night. <laughs> I just remember walking up and going, what the fuck is going on? What is he doing? Okay, great. <laughs> Some of that night is on the... Uh one of his videotapes, like the part where we were waiting in line to get in and stuff. And there were guys out there protesting and stuff. Somebody, yeah. I think there's a shot in there for like two seconds of Denise yelling at the dude. So <laughs> gotta find that again. dude, you gotta, you have to, because I'll never forget that night. That was actually the antichrist tour that that was the night that she, Oh, I just told this story to my husband cause he was watching a video of it. Uh, cause I posted the video and I'm like, basically what happened is, is we took some LSD, we smoked a bunch of pot and we <laughs> went to fucking Manson concert 
And somehow we got badass seats and it was me, Denise, you, and my friend Mike Gossett and your friend Kevin. We took no LSD though, so we did we weren't in on right. that portion of it. So it was <laughs> just me. It was just me, Mike, and and Denise and Denise tried to take them fucking protesters on, on the, uh, that was on the way out. Wasn't it? Well, was both like, oh, times, but on the way in, we were waiting in. to get in and they harassed us because we were, you know, captive audience. Right. I just remember her just going, going off and then tripping out because it was snowing on stage. And, and then she freaked out cause he ripped the Bible and I'm like, Oh God, this is not the <laughs> For LSD, this is not it. My friend Mike's like, I just remember looking and it looked like a sea of zombies. <laughs> that was his memory. He was like, that was the coolest fucking concert. I don't remember much. I just remember the sea of zombies and dudes in dresses. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody with their, you know. A bunch of fake twiggies, yeah. And a couple exactly. of fake Jonathan Davises just because. Right. <laughs> Just to throw it in there and toss it out. 252. Oh, well-oiled machine. Woo-woo, I like that. I, mean, I like <laughs> when everything doesn't go right. Then I don't feel I, I, I that. I thought you were going to say you liked well-oiled machines. I'm like, okay. Oh, I do. <laughs> do. Do I have to show you boys how to get it in right? That is usually helpful. You got a shoehorn or some shit like that? Yeah. <laughs> What's I watch? Oh, it was Trainwreck. I watched most of that. And uh, like the first guy in that movie that she's trying, because she's uh, kind of you know, sleeps with many dudes. Uh, the first dude, she's like, oh, no. Shit. That's your dick? Too big. Your dick doesn't end. Why doesn't your dick end? Have you ever fucked someone before? Where is she buried? That looks like a whole cast of Game of Thrones. That's like, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. You've heard that from all the girls you've slept with? Yep, all, uh, all, uh, all a couple of them. All two dozen of them, right? Wow. Uh, you know, watching that movie, I was it, it was funny for like the first hour, then it got annoying, but... Uh, I was not expecting to see anywhere near as much John Cena as I did in that film. I will say that. He was entertaining. He actually was probably more funny than anybody in the damn movie. But like You talking about train wreck? Yeah. But both Oh man, it was like seeing fucking He Man walking around with no pants on and shit. Like, dude, dude. The kiddies are gonna see that, man. Somebody's dumb enough that they'll take their kids to see that shit because people are stupid. Oh, my God. Like, oh, this isn't for kids? Oh, well, shit. You know, I thought, uh, like, the big R and the, the drunken woman with the, the drink and the, you know, panties on and thing, it wasn't a clue, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Frank, you don't even deal with dumb people. You, you should come do my job for a day. You would be dumbfounded. No, I wouldn't be able to see. That's why I don't do that, you know, because I would. I'd yell at people, and they'd tell me to go home. Because you know? at some point, I would try not to, but at some point, you go, "Are you that fucking stupid?" And they, they don't like that. I really want to say that to just about every other customer. Like even teaching classes, I could occasionally. I had I had to save them for special occasions, but I could drop that on someone if I really felt the need. Like, what are you fucking stupid? You know, and they would just have to be like, "Sorry." It only happened, I think, maybe three times in 13 years, but it did happen sometimes. The one guy who couldn't count the fucking four, he got that, you know, because you have to count oh the beats, God. one, two, three, four, one, two, you know, you count along. 
motherfucker would go one, two, three, and then when it was four, he'd say one. I'm like, no. <laughs> Sounds like Tommy. Yeah, that's four. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Thirteen. Exactly. If you can't count to fucking four, you don't need to be in this class. That was that was a pretty oh basic God. basic rule. Like, <laughs> there are there are the most you know, basic of rules. Preschoolers who can outdo you in this department, you know. <laughs> well, you're supposed to have to be able to pass this computerized test to work, but then a lot of people will tell you, "Well, I couldn't figure it out, so I had so and so do it for me." <laughs> oh, jeez. Is that like a Make you do that when you sign up for the because I know they have the machine at Target that gives you a test when you fill out an application. Yeah, you have to fill out, do a test when you fill out our application. That's cool though. It probably makes sure you can know enough to work in the machine pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, this. I, I was going to say, what is it with those people? Are they just not paying attention throughout life? Are they really just being stupid or. No, it, there's a. There's a perception difference that I can definitely tell you that between, I don't know what exactly it is, if it's like a, what made us focused and other people not, but there's a difference where some people were focused on certain things and other people were not at all. You know, and maybe the the nerd thing or the slight autistic thing or the I'm completely crazy thing, but I have a focus that other people lack. <laughs> so I, I see different things. You know, that might be why I see weird things because maybe they are there, but nobody else can see them. You know, whatever. So it's perception. You know, I've, I you know, maybe you can see through shit that other people are blinded by. It's like the they live thing. You know, we have to take a moment for Roddy Piper. Ladies and gentlemen, to honor the life of WWE Hall of Famer, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Would you please rise as we toll the bell 10 times. But maybe that's it. Yeah. We yeah. have the fucking glasses on and nobody else does sometimes. Yeah. Right. That's really what it comes down to, in my opinion. And it's it's not that we're better or worse, it's that we see different shit. It's different, right? But those people are still stupid though. They're very stupid. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. And I don't know why customers think like we have a magic back room where we keep all the cool stock that we don't want to sell. <laughs> don't you have one in the back? Yeah, it's like, Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you do, like some places, especially like Best Buy will do that. They don't put the shit on the floor and they always have some in the back. But you guys put the stuff where it goes. Right, right. So it's like, yeah, I really want to tell people sometimes, yeah, we have it in the back room. I just don't want to sell it to you. Fuck off. <laughs> we go in the back room and look for stuff for people and we sit there and giggle and laugh with the other workers. Like, yeah, I'm looking for something for this customer because they insist we have it. Yeah, I figure I know you have it. You're just hiding it from me. 
Yeah. Now we'll see what we remember literally hiding shit from people at stores so we could buy it later. So there's something to that, but it's not the staff. They'll be like, but online it says you have this in stock. Well, yeah, but you understand people steal, people move things to the wrong location. So just because it says we have it does not mean we have it. Yeah, and people buy things too. Yeah. Yeah, but still, I say some places like the same thing with the Best Buy. You can go there and they'll say, you know, oh, we don't have that. And you say, well, look in the back. And it's like, oh, we don't have that. And then you pull out your phone and place an online order for pickup at store at that same location. And then you go over to the other line and they have it. There it is. You know, it's like, well, you didn't look very well, did you? Because here it is. And I say, well, the, the <laughs> online department is separate from the other department. I'm like, bullshit, though, as far as the stock for this one location is coming from the same room. You know? Well, and, you, and most people don't realize, like, not all the floor workers are allowed to pull stock out of the back room. Yeah, like the average, find somebody who can, you know. So yeah, so if you even if if it's sitting back there and you're talking to a regular floor worker, they cannot pull it out of the back room. I tried to pull it out in the back room once. I got told no. No, no, no. You stay away from the back room. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that too. I thought I. I once tried to get busy in a Chick-fil-A bathroom. And- I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me. I'm still getting in the girls' pants, and I even got my own dance. Everybody thought I did, too, with Pat's girlfriend, even. I'm like, mm. No, I did not. I know. Like, yeah, you did. I'm like, well, if I did, I would totally be like jumping and be like, yeah, I did. I wouldn't say no, I did. And then I'd be going up <laughs> yeah, to right. Pat and going, ha, ha, yeah, I did. You know, and then I'd throw in some <clears throat> mom jokes just because, and it would have been good. <laughs> oh, man, that is crazy. <sighs> did, did I ever tell you that story about how, um, yeah, there was a, uh, a young lady who was a couple of years older than me. I was uh, 16 at the time. She was trying to get me to show it to her. <laughs> Man, you were at, in the bathroom. at Orange Julius? Yes. <laughs> you should have totally whipped out a fucking hot dog bun and dropped that fucking ba-da, you know, like them bachelor <laughs> No, I've had they a couple guys Nick pull it out show me, but I've never requested it. I, 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 I was scared to death. This was, uh, I mean, this was before uh, I knew what to do in those types of situations. I was scared. She was, like, really forward to grabbing my pants. What is going on here? There's one of those moments where like we've been talking about something like this happening for like ten years, but now it's happening and I have no idea what the fuck to do about it. (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm just like I'm just trying to get ready for work. But uh, you know, there was a definite uh distance between then me and now me. <laughs> now me would have had it would have had it out before she even got the words out of her mouth. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to show me <laughs> uh your pink check? Oh whoops <laughs> where the potatoes are. Oh sorry about that. <laughs> you know, I just get asked so many times in a day <laughs> for people to show me. I show them my junk, you know. So you're going to show me your junk? No, I didn't show her. No way. I was fending her off. I felt like a violated human being. 
Oh man! Yeah, see, that's how I kind of the first couple of girls that said anything to me. That's pretty much how I behaved as well. It wasn't even to that extent. I didn't have wanting me to show them any junk or anything, but uh, but just like you know, being nice and stuff. And it's like uh, when I was maybe eleven or twelve, like ew, no, go away, quit fucking being weird. I only. We, I'm scared. Cause stop that, you know. And like, then they tell their friends about that shit. You know, you're scared. Try being a yeah. girl and having a guy pull it out and like show it to you. Like, here, yeah. you want like get the, the fuck away from me. I, I wouldn't have liked that either. Yeah. To be honest. I've, yeah, I've, uh, and I've never used that as a, a a come online or anything. I I have to have like I seriously have to have like 100 percent uh, commitment. For me to, you know, for my jump to be coming out, <laughs> really. See, that's why I, I gotta know that you want to see. Do we I, both do that same over, over protective of ourselves things? Where like I need to make a mm-hmm. thousand percent sure that that's what you want before I do that, so that you don't say later you didn't want that and I have problems. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I'm talking about. You know, nobody's pulling out any. I don't know where we learned that. Yeah, I don't know where we learned that, but the '80s taught this to us. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Because it seems like and all of us do that same. Pat says that same shit. You know, it's like we all have that same mm-hmm. tale to tell, and it's like, well, why are we all the same way? It's like we didn't have the same parents telling us the same stuff, and we didn't all watch exactly the same things. But the just the culture we grew up in told us that's how you do it. You know. See, I, I grew up in the True. culture of redneck assholes, so they all just want to pull it out and give it to you. I also find that, that that's the small dick person's answer. It is because they always pull. I like that's supposed to impress me. See, if you have the- <laughs> I'm like, that does not like impress me. Well, put that away. We don't feel the need to pull the shit out all the time. The bigger the guy, yeah, go, is, the smaller it is. But it's like being a, a big guy in general. You know, it's always the little guy that wants to start a fight and be an asshole. It's never the big dude because they're just like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the same idea. Anytime I ever had trouble was with a little dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've had many yeah, problems with little Like it's not that's my that's fault true. that you're two feet shorter than me in high school. I didn't do it. You know? <laughs> I know, right? And besides that, you know, I'm gonna start shit where I can hold you back with my arm, and you can't even reach me with your feet. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy, man. I do know some people who that is actually one of their uh, their moves is whip it out, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that works. Like, well, yeah, you know, it works. Not all the time. <laughs> it enough times. Not all the time. Then, you know. Well, well remember how I met your mother, the naked guy? Yeah. Oh, naked guy, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah what do you say? I think he said like one, one in ten. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy that did pretty much that same idea, and he said yeah, about one in ten was he'd get slapped nine times, and he'd get some mm-hmm. the other time, and that was worth the deal. Well, it's worth <laughs> the nine slaps to get it once. That, that just seems so odd to me. I mean, I I, I came from uh, understanding that you know what, uh, you a woman's gonna know if she's gonna sleep with you within you know a couple of minutes of meeting you and the balls in her court anyway. So mm-hmm. just make sure you work that angle and you know that it's one hundred percent truth that that's gonna happen. Right. We usually know. I mean, plan, even the slightest yeah. no, it's no. Yeah. What were you saying? Yeah, usually we know yes or no if we're going to sleep with you. It it just depends on your attitude on how long we make you wait. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you right, go. But I mean, I, it, when you're a guy, until you have had, you know, a, a girl or a girlfriend or at least have, you know, had sex and stuff, until you've done that, you don't know what you have to do to get there. And what you assume right. you have to do to get there is entirely different sometimes than what you actually have to do to get. We're trying really hard and doing stuff that's making you ladies like us even less, you know. Yeah, like you just... <laughs> Well done. <laughs> that's true. Usually I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'll just fuck you so you'll just shut up and leave me alone. I never got any oh, of that. Man. <laughs> you never got what? Never got any of that. The, I'll bang you. A girl who just said just to shut me up, yeah. I say, like, I think of, well, it's not that many I, I tried to, to catch, really, but of the ones that I tried to catch, none of them tried to shut me up with that ever. They would well, say, they were shut up. up. <laughs> shut up. That was what they told me. I'm going to shut you up with some puts in your mouth. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're missing out on a lot of good stuff that. I know. I just, yeah. I just tried to tell them that, you know, but nobody wants to hear that. And see, that's the thing, too. Like, if we walked around with our dicks out, we would attract more women by default just because some of them would be like, damn, even though you don't want to see it, some of them would be like, damn, you know. But overall, it's just not the kind of thing you can do in society, you know, maybe in another 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, I've just have a big picture of your dick as your shirt, you know, and everybody can just see what's on yeah. display when you walk down the street. Your avatar penis is huge. Yeah, they got to buy like. Watch out for the hackers, you know. It's like this. It's, that's the new. There'll be the new small dick thing is to hack your, your avatar so it's gigantic, you know, like having a huge truck, <laughs> like a, a sideshow freak. <laughs> you know what? I've gone from I've had, I've had experiences where it was like, uh, oh my god, where you think you're gonna put that or yeah. You know, yeah, because that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, or you hit the back wall and like there's no more room, but you still have two or three inches to go, you know? Yeah. 252. Like, like in that post today that I posted where you were like, well, pretty much I would pick Pinhead to not be in the room with because... Yeah, there's, <laughs> be there's no reasoning with Pinhead. You can't talk your way out of that shit. You're, 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 no. Yeah. It never but goes well after there, you see him. You know, they... <laughs> I've seen yeah. people get away from everybody else, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess there is ways around everybody else. Pinhead was the master of that, I can say. And I got to meet him this, the, in uh, April. He was there. And he had his... Um, I've got a picture of it on my Instagram and on the Facebook account of the actual live mold that he wore. Oh, neat. And the actual mask from the, the OG mask. It was in a glass cage and, or a glass box cased in. It was on this table. I was like, that's badass. Nice. Now like, there's a bunch of people that are bummed out that he didn't really have pins shoved into his face for that. <laughs> right. They were like, damn, man. That shit's just makeup. You so, didn't really have pins. There's somebody now who would totally do that just because they think it's fun, you know. I'm sure. There's, I 
probably know them. That's yeah, the, the amount of stuff that people put into their skin and such now, I'm sure that's not that's not as freaky as it was in 86 or whatever, 88. You know, yeah. Back then it was like, whoa. You know, now it's whoa. just like, oh, is that the guy from Prodigy? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a band I haven't heard from or heard about in a long time is... Uh, Prodigy and Power Man 5000. I was just thinking about that band. Prodigy whatever still does, the hell. does stuff, but nobody, you know, they don't have, they're not a big sellable product at this point. But uh, I don't know about Power Man. They probably stopped making records. Yeah, they just kind of fell off the map there. I don't know what it's, happened. It's about time for that to start coming back, too, because of the aging of us pretty much but uh like corn is now touring their first album in its entirety you know and then next really? next year Manson's right. doing his Manson's tour with doing it. It. so those acts are now becoming nostalgia acts you know like well those albums Good. are 20 years old you know corn's right. first album was 95 so it's 20 years yeah. old Riddle Box is 20 years old. You know, they'll be I doing know. a Riddle Box tour, I'm sure. So. Oh my god, the first time I saw Corn, they they were actually opening up for Ozzy. And uh I hadn't heard their first song yet played on the radio. And it was I was with my brother and his girlfriend and I don't a couple other people and he came out with the bagpipes playing and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then they just fucking started jamming, and I'm like, these guys are fucking awesome! <laughs> I love corn! And that's another con. I don't think I missed any of their concerts until they started falling apart. Once Head left the group right, and went, right. <laughs> like, went to Moses and Jesus, or whatever the fuck he turned into, and fieldy kind of split, and the drummer split, and everybody kind of just broke apart because of all the drugs and everything after that i kind of just stopped listening to them and haven't really went back to listening to them i haven't heard any of their new shit which kind of bums me out the last uh, couple were pretty good what i heard but i can't wait to wet my eyes now and look at you peace through pain is precious especially It's not the it's not the same though. I can't like once head left, like it just destroyed to me. It destroyed the the group. Well, it's also not the same because like with everything else, they can't 
believably talk about how terrible everything is now that they're 45, 50-year-old rich guys versus being those 20-year-old scrubs in, you know, dirty jeans and stuff. Like, the the attitude has shifted. It's like, you, you, you know, like Nine Inch Nails. You can't talk about that. You can't... You don't make any sense singing about, you know, whining about your fucking high school girlfriend when you're 50, you know? <laughs> so I can't sing those old songs anymore. It just hurts. You know, it sounds terrible. So people have to move on sometimes. It's like, you know, I stopped going to see Kiss after they fired the two guys again and had fake guys in the Kiss makeup. Like, I'm not paying to see half of a fake Kiss. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But uh, it's also not cool to see 64-year-old Gene Simmons up there talking about, like, Christine 16 and his desire to go take 16-year-old girls home from school. You know, like... Yeah. I don't usually say things like this to girls But when I saw you coming out of school that day, that day I knew, I knew, I've got to have you. I've got to have you. Dude, you're somebody's grandpa. Your granddaughter's 22, for fuck's sake. You know? Right. <laughs> Nobody wants to bang great grandpa. Go fuck yourself and get down off of those heels. You know? Right. Or you hurt yourself, gonna, old man. You're going to break your hip. <laughs> well, Steven Tyler, he grows a goatee, decides to start doing country music. I'm like, well, how much different is country music than what Aerosmith has been for the last decade anyway? Right. Like it's got, what is he? So he put on a cowboy hat and put a little bit of a twang in his voice, and now it's country music. <laughs> I haven't even heard that. I don't even know if I want to. It sounds like Aerosmith minus yeah. Joe Perry plus slide guitar, you know? Okay. All right. Well, like there's a fine line between John Mellencamp and country music these days, anyway, you know? Like, most of these country guys are failed pop stars. Like, you're not cute enough to be Bon Jovi, so put on the hat and hide your face. I don't even listen to country anyways, so... I, I don't either, but I still see it, you know. Have you seen the... Right. Th- there's, a, there's a video. Like, remember the video that was going around for a long time that showed the two Nickelback songs playing together, and it just sounded like one song? Yeah. All right. They did one of those for country music, and they took the top hits of the moment and stacked them all together and showed how all these songs are the same fucking song that they can be interchanged and sound like one big song. Cottonwood falling like snow in July. Said fireflies popping like a fourth of July. Yeah. Breeze blowing in, your hair blowing round. You're scanning through the stations looking for that country sound. Trucks jacked up, flat bills flip back. It's like, that's how stale that scene is. You think rap music is bad. Country is worse. Oh, goodness. And rap is terrible. I'm not saying that rap is not horribly gone. No music is good right now, and that's the thing.
it is. It's kind of just the music stagnant. that's good is underground and is on Bandcamp and on SoundCloud and on places you know that are not at record stores or iTunes at the moment. Well, there's some stuff right. on iTunes too that's independent. But it's not the stuff that the labels are promoting or the people who are, you know, the celebrities. It's people you've never heard of and they're making music that is really good that you haven't discovered yet. Remember right. how we used to have to discover stuff? You didn't just... Yeah, we that discovered... That was the stuff. <laughs> that was half of the... I discovered half of the music from just going to con. Oh, hey, all right, let's just go do this. Yeah, I wouldn't pass down a concert ticket. Screw it. That's when my friend Brooke, she just went and saw Manson actually a couple, about two <clears throat> months ago. He was in Grand Rapids area, I think. Okay. Or something like that. And she went to the concert and that's her first time she's ever seen him. So she's expecting the 20 years ago Manson. <laughs> And because I was just like, some honey, dude wandering around a stage. <laughs> right? She's like, that's what she was like. I was not happy. And I actually, she stopped by today. I seen her because she, she lives about two and a half hours away, but she was in the side of town. So she stopped by and I haven't seen her in freaking over 10 years, but it just cracked me up because she was like, I was expecting all the gore and this and that and theatrics. And I'm like, Brooke, he's almost 50 like, we just talked about this, me and Frank did, um, like, last week, like, talking about, or two weeks ago, about the whole reunion tour. Like, he's starting to finally lose weight. He's sober, and he just doesn't want to do that shit anymore, I guess. So, he just wants to be a musician and not do the shock rock thing. And she's just like, but that's what I wanted to see. And I'm like, well, then you should have went 20 years ago. And, seen him. <laughs> and she was like, but I was only like 10 years old. And I'm like, well, that sucks for you. <laughs> Pretend you're this other person who doesn't care what anybody thinks. And it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. You know what? You're right about that. And that's, that's the whole basis of a persona that I put forth when I was uh, trying to get with girls, you know, <laughs> being that person, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that person. I'm scared and I don't want to <laughs> be rejected and have to really do things. <laughs> right. See, I went the opposite, the opposite route and went like, you know, oh, you know, you're everything, the most important thing in the world. And they don't like that either, right? You know. Yeah, you got to find that middle. <laughs> you know, what do you think as an actual female? Like, we both of those perspectives suck, right? And then neither one is a good idea. No, just be yourself and don't be too pushy. Frank, were you like that but nerdy I'm... guy who I always wanted to be friends with, but always was trying to sleep with me, so I then didn't become friends with and sleep with them? No, they all became friends with me. They oh, didn't okay. sleep with me, but they all became friends with me, so I wasn't pushy like that. Oh, okay. Uh, was, uh, uh-huh. I, I generally asked or made it clear once, and then if it was like, no, I was like, okay, that's cool. Oh, okay. That would yeah, be cool. Yeah. See, because then you would have ended up sleeping with me. <laughs> See, I did, I did not know you. That's what we missed out. You did not know me. Good thing you don't know my high school rap. No, I need. Yeah, we didn't know. I mean, I don't. I can't speak for everybody completely, but I didn't hardly speak to any girls until they started working, and then there were some at work, so we had to know them. You know, and I was fifteen, man. I, mean, I was late. I, still, I knew girls and had friends, but you know, 
actually nowadays talking to some people from high school, I found out I had a way worse reputation and had way more fun than I ever really did. That's always good. That's funny. You know, would, <laughs> you, you were having more fun in other people's minds than you were really having in real yeah, life. I, I was told that I like gave hand jobs to every guy in junior high, and I'm like, I didn't do that to anybody in junior high. Where did this come from? Jeez! Wow! I'm like the rumor mill is better than uh, what's really going on, huh? So I, I even had a guy tell me, "No, yes, you did because you gave me one," and I told everyone. I was like, "Um, no." And when was that? So, uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't even at that part. So you're definitely talking about somebody else. So I don't even wow. remember wanting that when I was in uh, junior high. I guess eighth grade, but not seventh grade. <laughs> no. That pinpoints exactly when that happened for me. But yeah, it was between seventh and eighth grade when I decided girls weren't like weird and icky. They were actually it was the end of seventh grade. Yeah, eighth grade and beyond. <laughs> that's when it really sprouted. The first girl I ever thought was cute and was like, "Hey, that's a girl. I kind of like those." It was uh, was in the class that we had together. Now, good luck figuring out which girl it was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to think long and hard about that one. If anybody could ever guess, it would be you. Was, yeah. was, I, used okay. to, like, I used to like constantly be like, you know, sitting there talking to her. And like, she was awesome. But then she went to fucking, uh, she went to Armeo and we did not. So that was the end of that. Remember the huge chasm between Fairfield High and Armeo? It's like, if you didn't go to my school, then it was over. I mean, there these schools are literally maybe, I don't know, four or five miles apart, if that. It's, maybe. Yeah, it seemed like maybe. A, across the planet to us. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all went to the same junior there. highs and split to the two high schools and then never saw each other again. Fuck you, people. <laughs> so, you know, oh. We're the cross town <laughs> rivals at that point. We need to beat and defeat you, you know. Well, I was from a small exactly. school system, so we all knew each other. Right. Our elementary s- school on just about. That's cool. See, that's what my kids got pretty much at this point. Everybody is going to go through the things together from preschool to high school and know each other. Yeah, I mean, there's only five elementary schools here, and they all went to the same junior high and then the same high school. What was kind of weird here, too, is that there's like a dozen elementary schools, and then uh, there were two or three junior highs. I mean, there was one that was kind of in our district besides uh, Sullivan and uh, Grange. And then uh, the two high school. And then there was a new high school that popped out here. Uh, really? Kind of in Cordelia. Yeah, Rodriguez oh, High. Nice. Is it named yeah. after uh, is it named after Paul Rodriguez? <laughs> hey, man, so. you want to go to high school, man? <laughs> Paul Rodriguez High. Yeah. Uh, Bender J. Rodriguez. That's another good one. <laughs> well, now, now in our school system, everybody who starts in one grade together will go all the way throughout to high school together because the elementary schools are no longer first through fifth grade. They are, well, this elementary has first and second. This other one has second and third. So you're with the same group of kids. Whoa. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, they, each other oh, elementary is for different grade levels. That probably to some degree cuts down with their bullying bullshit because if you've been with the same kids for 13 years, you better be over your shit by now. You know? It was, a, a, I guess, a financial right. decision because it's cheaper to keep all the stuff of these two grade levels in one building instead of having it throughout. Oh, I get it. That makes sense, actually. So, yeah. So, you have all okay. the, 
first and second so, graders together know, doing the same things. Yeah. If they had six six schools in the city, now they each the people have to take their kids to a different school every year, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why well, I'm glad my kid's out of school now because I would be so pissed because I moved right by one of the elementary schools so she could get back and forth there easily. And if she had only gone for a year or two, I would have been pissed. Yeah, that's what they look like they're doing with the school of choice crap here, too, because we did that, too. Like the kid, you know, moved close to the school so he could go there. And he went there from preschool through fifth grade. So, yeah. And what's crazy here now, too, uh, that they're doing that Midwest thing where they're going K through eight here a lot there's several schools out here that go k through eight which i always thought was really weird i I, k through six seven and eight and then uh high school nine and and twelve so there's no middle school (laughs) or junior high not now not with k through eights there's no middle school there's just yeah there's no middle school elementary and high school they closed sullivan right yeah sullivan's gone why would they keep the the shithole and, and close the newer school. What the fuck? <laughs> well, they, they, you should you should see Grange now. Listen, they, I, I'm telling you, man, Grange looks great now. Uh, remember how it used to look horrible? Yeah. They renovated the heck out of it. It's it looks really cool. That's cool because yeah, it was. <laughs> they, they slapped some paint on it and rebuilt it and stuff. It's it's wonderful. They're doing the opposite thing here. Is that they're uh, uh, the K through five, and then six, seven, and eight is middle school. And then nine, uh-huh. 10, 11, 12. So it's like, well, right. he's going to middle school after next year at 11 years old, which is what I did, but that was weird at the time. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But he's going to be in sixth yeah, grade, not seventh. So but I'm like, well, that means that the right. sixth graders now are lumped in with the seventh and eighth grade bullshit. And if you remember, that right. was a different world altogether. So... You know, oh, they, yeah. they start a year earlier here now with the multiple classes and, you know, the levels of bullshit that come along with being a, a junior high school student. It was such a different world that uh, in sixth grade, I was chosen to be an ambassador. If this is a consulship, where is the ambassador? <laughs> to uh, go to the... Um, to the middle school with a seventh grader and kind of hang out with them all day and then report back mm-hmm. to sixth grade and tell them, you know, what, what to expect and what it was like. And uh, <laughs> I mean, that was, that was a weird experience for, uh, you know, for me, not really knowing what it was like to have six classes and that kind of thing. And, I don't know. It was kind of cool that I got picked to do that. <laughs> I wasn't afraid. I didn't mind going to the middle school because I liked the thought of different classes because I wasn't stuck with the same assholes all day. At least every hour I got to go <laughs> in with another set of assholes. Yeah, there you go. That, that was kind of in my report, too. You got different assholes all day. <laughs> nice. Did they send you to Sullivan for that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, did you them. did you run into people that you like when you went to school? Did you have any teachers that you went to that day? And they're like, "Oh, I remember you. You were that kid." <laughs> I can't quite remember, but uh, I do remember the kid that I ended up, uh, that ended up showing me around. This guy was the brother of a girl that my friend later on in life used to have relations with. <laughs> I mean, as a Crazy, crazy story. <laughs> gonna have to tell you later about all this <laughs> after I think about it some because it's crazy. Just gotta remember the details. Wanna, yeah, I'm telling you, a lot of people's business. I don't want to put it right out on the street, but 
You always have to. <laughs> the names have been changed to protect the innocent, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and some of the guilty people, too. No, yeah. That's it for this episode. Retro Gamers, be sure and check out our new feature, No Continues, over on our YouTube channel. Hit our website at RetroNerds252.com for links to that and everything else. Thanks for listening. We'll close with one last tribute to an old friend. Yeah, well, you may not get through this next cut with uh, considering whom is going to tackle this one. I agree. I feel better already. A dear, dear friend of mine. For everybody. Rowdy, Roddy Piper! Are you ready for this, Gene? Pull yourself together.